At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. You are listening to the Raiders Fan Radio Podcast Taking that lighter journey into the dark side with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Michelle. She's got great hair. It's a little pink. It's a little purple. Whatever it is, I'll tell you what. If I could grow it, I would sign up for that color today. So listen to her and the entire crew as they give you all the information on the Raiders, on the podcast that benefits the One Nation Foundation. It's a great cause. It's a great pod. Tune in. Turn it up. Here it comes. All that Raiders info and takes coming at you right now. Jackpot, baby. Raiders Fan Radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders Fan Radio from Murph's Man Cave. Taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here, Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players. You have a great organization. Hey, you're set with you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. Way up the middle. Intercepted to Piano at the 50. High running down. Oakland football. And I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most singing, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brett Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Episode number 307 of Raiders Fan Radio coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave. Fan Cave 1.2 finally, finally starting to come together. Thank goodness. We've been uh, we've been the Raider podcast nomads now for a for a hot minute, and so we're finally getting everything coming back together. So we appreciate you all very very much. So this is the post game show. Uh, we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it. I'm going to do this show tonight <laughs> with uh, with everyone's favorite uncle, 
Let's toss it over to the man that adorns e the now eastern annex of the Mercy oh Fan God. Cave Desk. still the southern annex. He is Uncle Mosh. <laughs> Get over Uncle Mosh. What's going on? Hey, Mosh. Man, I wish you'd have given me a crayon or a Sharpie or something, man. I could have bit it. Could have done a Raider logo on the wall behind well, me. Well, I got here. I got your logo on there. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, if I could see. You're so <laughs> it's so fancy. <laughs> Man, what a great day. Hey, whenever anytime the Raiders day. win, it's a good day. Anytime the Raiders win, it's a good day. You know. So, talk to us, Mosh. Tell us got, what's going on. I got on. an issue. All right, talk us about your issue. I haven't had an issue. You know, we've been doing these, we've been doing these post-game wrap-up things, and we've been just bam, right into the game. But but I want to talk about my issue. An issue. You okay. know, we've been doing these, we've been doing these post-game wrap-up things, and we've been just oh, why bam, am I hearing myself like that? Oh, because I just connected the phone to the Bluetooth. And uh that you know what that what, what is that? What's Does that mean on? we're gonna get a phone call? Yeah, it means we're gonna take live calls. Here. We sure are. We we're talked gonna, about we're, that. We're gonna take live calls after, but I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. It was my bad. No, go that's ahead. all right. Go I ahead, was hearing ahead. myself and I thought, you know what? That's the same thought I'm having right now. <laughs> and I thought I already said it. No, so here's an issue. So okay. we went to the Raiders game. Uh last great last game that we went to was the 49er preseason game. We had a ball. We had a ball, okay? You may not know, but I'm I'm a little older than Jeff, and I'm a swaggy Jeff, and and I'm older than Michelle, and I'm older than Murph, and, and cousin Sonny, and and I got my way of doing things. Yeah, you do. You know, I was I was uh, I, I was brought up. You know, a man tucks his t-shirt in. You you to his underwear though. You you, no, I don't tuck it in my underwear. Oh, okay. You, well, that was Uncle Ed. Uncle Ed used to tuck his t-shirt into his underwear. Okay, you want to tell the story? <laughs> Or do you want to just you want to settle for a slap there, hot dog? <laughs> anyway, my point is, I go to the game, right? I'm wearing socks, okay, because I got athletic shoes, because I'm an old coach. So I got a, I got my athletic shoes on, I got my socks on, yeah. and and I got my shorts on. All of these things that I'm wearing are probably collectively about a hundred years old, because what. We, you don't you don't throw it away if it's still got some use to it, right? So okay. so they take a picture of us standing there, right? You, cousin Sonny's in his slides, and and you and Jeff have got all your fancy Raider shit you bought at the damn swag store. Oh yeah, and oh well, yeah, and and you got all this stuff on, and I'm like, no, no, I'm dressing for comfort. And somebody writes, oh, don't know who this guy is, but I'll bet he has a nice lawn. Well, you know what, fool? Let me just say this to you, fool. I wore that same outfit to watch the game today, and I call it an outfit loosely because that's what Jeff told me it's called when you put a conglomeration of clothes together. I just call it my. I call it my. It's my gate. When I was when I was a kid, a fit was what you used to run heroin. Okay. But what I'm saying right now is that I wore the same collection of shit today, and we won. So Let's don't go. tell me about my lawn. Love it. Get a mosh. Well, my lawn sucks. But <laughs> 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 nah, I'll kidding aside, man. What a great day today was. It was great. It was uh, great. I want to. I want to jump back a few weeks. Okay. Um, last time I was on was um, we we talked about some some bad things that we were seeing happening, and you said. You, you, it was a it was a pretty serious conversation, and you said, Uncle Mosh, when do we pull the plug on McDaniel's? And yes. I said, I'm not ready to pull the plug on the McDaniel's. I'm I'm ready to see how the team responds. And since that time, we've gone two and one. And I think I know that I know that I'm not going to call them garbage teams because there is no such thing as a garbage team in the NFL, especially with the parity that 
how it's set up, that that there's there's just not an, an awful, horrible, crappy team. There's some that are pretty darn close. Um, but then again, you get somebody like you get somebody that's undefeated, like the 49ers today, that end up taking a big loss. Yeah. Okay? You get somebody that's not totally horrible, completely just in the bottom of the barrel, and they go to the Titans, and they got beat pretty handily over in England. Okay, so there's a lot of things that play into every game, and, and follow along with me. What I'm saying is that I wasn't ready to I wasn't ready to pull the plug on McDaniel's. Now I listen to this show. I'm not involved in the day to day stuff that I am anymore, but I still listen to the show. And you guys are anti-McDaniels. And I'll go on record as saying you are. You, you, you don't, you don't, you all don't like him. You make fun of his hat, you make or visor or whatever the, the thing is that he wears. Yes. You, 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 you don't like his, you don't like his pedigree, you don't like his lineage, you don't like his attitude, you nope. don't like let me finish. You don't like the <laughs> fact that he came in with a plan and and he has stuck to his plan. You caught you guys have gone on, on record as calling that arrogant. You've you've called it you've called it short sighted. You've said that that he's you know everything but just an ignorant fool that didn't learn anything from Belichick. Don't forget fat ears, and he's got fat ears, and and every, you know what? I'm not going to talk about fat ears because I got them. <laughs> but the point is, the point is, is I said all that may be true, but but we didn't. We didn't we didn't hire him to get rid of him after four games. We hired him. With an extended contract, so to speak, not quite like the other guy. Gruden, that, yeah, but it's four the, years. It's four years. But deal. it's but it's a it's a good deal in the coaching world. Absolutely. Four years is a good deal in the coaching world because it, the coaching world is very fluid. It's very liquid, and it, and and these guys, you know, they 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 long term lease. They don't buy. And I was and I went on record as saying. Let's give him a chance. Let's see what let's see what the locker room does. Let's see how the players respond. Okay. They weren't going to be able to flip a switch. Follow along with me. They weren't going to be able to go in there and flip a switch and go from from zero to hero, but they have shown improvement. Have they shown improvement across the board? Absolutely not. Where's our red zone offense? That's okay. Yeah. But 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 what was the last play of the game? Thank you, Max Crosby, for a yes. defensive score, putting us over 20 points. Okay? So, we, we, you, I heard you talking about this, and I was glad to hear you say it. Uh, yes, our defense is balling out. Our offense is a little suspect. When last year, it was our defense that was suspect. 100%. When, when we gave the ball back with two minutes and 33 seconds left, it was all marked up as an L. You know, but it didn't happen today. It didn't happen last week. You know, there there's some there's some there's some good stuff that's 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 going on that that I have to take total opposite side of where you and Jeff and Michelle are. Okay, well, and that's, and that's fair. And you know, yeah. listen, and radio is not great when everyone sits around and agrees with each Absolutely. other. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, but but I stand by still, and and until there's a track record that gets established over a length of time. I still stand by all of those comments. I still think he's a weak leader. I still don't think any of those things. But I, but I, what I do hear loud and clear, your point of it takes time. Like, uh, were the were, was he or the Raiders or whatever was any of that going to have a switch flipped and have it change week in week out? Absolutely not. That's not going to happen. But what I I, I will say this though, in as well in that, is that this is. These are, these are bad football teams we're playing. And we're playing another bad one next week. And so when we move into having a winning record, when the Raiders move to four and three, 
it's not that doesn't necessarily mean that the Raiders have improved. It just means that we're good enough to beat the bottom tier of the NFL football teams. And so I think that it's fair to also consider the context of what's going on. And and you're listen, you're a former coach or a lifelong coach. You've never been in that camp of getting rid of coaches. And so I respect that entirely. Let the man's vision play out. I understand that. Let it let his system play out, give him a few years. All those things are very valid points. That said, for the what we've seen so far, I don't know what evidence, and I would ask you this question, what evidence has been established other than some improvements on defense? What evidence has been established for you to look and say that, okay, this is the right path for the Raiders to stick with this coaching regime? It's because I don't think that the wins and losses – are going to be the true indicator. I just got done talking. Oh, no, you were dead on on that. You were dead on on that. That's exactly what happened to Jeff Fisher. And that was the that was the the analogy that you drew. You said, "Okay, so if we win <coughs> pardon me, if we win all the bottom teams, okay, then we haven't really accomplished anything. Or if we go to the first round of the playoffs and get our butts handed to us and sent home, what does that say? It doesn't say anything. And if we are consistently doing that, but we can look at it and say we have a winning record, well, prior to those series of years that Jeff Fisher did that with the Titans, he had this amazing winning right, percentage. Sure. And then all of a sudden, he he drops down and he's, he's stagnant in this mediocrity level, okay? He was, he was planet Earth. <laughs> this is one of my favorite moshes he was, coming. He was, Do it. He was the Do it. largest of the little planets and the littlest of the large <laughs> planets. He could have gone with either gang, but but he <laughs> stayed right there in the middle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you're the you're the big dog in the small pond, and you're the freaking bait in the river. Oh you know, my gosh, he, right? and that so he was he was planning, well, and that's where we're headed. Yeah. Okay, if if we don't see something now, with that in mind, I say that. You guys were wrong, 100% wrong, by saying it was bad for him to come in with a plan. That ain't it, true! That's not true! <laughs> what is that? What is that? that? I've never heard that one. you never heard that uh, one? No, do it again. Or says he's fat! <laughs> fat! <laughs> so I say that, I say that any coach that doesn't come in with a plan is a fool. It's it, absolutely you, know, well, sure, it, you, sure. you have to have a plan. You have to come in. You have to have an idea. And and that's all part of the, the, the whole interview process. There, there was multiple people. That, it wasn't just, hey, we want this guy. We want Josh McDaniels. You know, it, there was there was an interview process. So what is your plan? What are you seeing? OK, this is where I think we need. This is where your deficiencies are. Your deficiencies are on it, with this position, this position, this position. We have to look for this in the draft. You know they talked about all that in the interview process. They had to have. So they, whatever it was at the front office, they liked McDaniels' plan. You and, Mich- and Michelle and, that, and the little fat guy, the former fat guy that sits here. <laughs> or says he's fat. <laughs> y'all didn't like that, okay? But I think you're wrong because I think that he, you, you, you go in with a plan, you have to have an opportunity to play that plan out. Now, with that being said, what's the key to happiness? Flexibility. You have there to be we flexible. Go. Come on. Okay? So you have to be able to adjust your plan. Every game that's ever played, that's played well with a staff, goes in. And if it, unless it's going 100% the way they do it, that's why we have half times. That's why we make adjustments. 
okay? Does it mean completely shit-canning your plan and going in another direction? You can't do that in the middle of a season. You can't do that. You can't. And, 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 and I heard Michelle call him arrogant because he sticks by his plan. No offense, Michelle. I love you. But Well, I said that but, too. But you, well, I don't love you. But you can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't just you can't just say no. I'm not going to do my plan anymore because we lost two games. It's not working. Yes, you're going to lose games. Why do you think every coach scripts out however many plays they're going to call? And they stick to that whether they work or not. And that's everybody from Oh my gosh, that's been going on from back Tom Landry used to do that. Remember when remember when John Madden used to carry the papers in his waistband? Yeah, yeah. That wasn't the McDonald's menu. Okay, that was the plays well, they were. It was in there. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was written on the back of one. But it was, you know, it was the plays, and they have to stick by them because they have watched film. They have an idea. They know what they're doing, and they have to stick by it to see if it's going to work. Okay, it's a lot different now. It's color coded, and they're going. Okay, if it's third and ten, and we're on the twenty, and they they got That's the charts, and they can now. go, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. they can go, and they can go. This works. This works. This works. This is where we got to go. All right. With all that being said. I'm sorry that Garoppolo got hurt, but you know what? We looked good after he went out. Hoyer, man, found Trey you Tucker, know, didn't Detroit, he? How do you stay in the league for 15 years? The man's 37, 38 years old. Well, he backed up Tom Brady. So, I mean, he... Uh, That's he, not the point. You don't think he learned something from well, Tom Brady? Well, sure, sure, yeah. You know... Well, he looked... Listen, I mean, and I think it was, I think you had said it, like, it's funny how it took Brian Hoyer to throw the ball downfield. Like, yeah, out of all the... No shit. All the guys that we thought would have oh, been that, able to the get the ball... Oh, the guy never stopped. He, he was running, the, he turns around, he looks, and the ball's there. It was that there. That doesn't happen with our, our starting quarterback. And God forbid that anything should be permanently wrong with him. You know, um, that's because that's kind of a scary situation going, it, to, going is, to the hospital with a back. Scary. Yeah, and the, yeah, and the yeah. fact that he's, you know, that he's no spring chicken, you know, no, um, no, he's and, been around and, for a and yeah. he's got that. He's got that's that's all like, like you said on the earlier show, that's the knock on Jimmy G is that, you know, he's he's accident prone. But anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. I just know that that um, I'm just I, well, I, like, I can't get on the I can't get on the kill bandwagon for. For uh, for the coach, I'm 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 not saying that he's he's I'm not you know coaches are the second coming and I'm gonna go buy a visor. <coughs> you know I just I I I I think I'm seeing good stuff. Okay. I'm not seeing everything good, but it's not gonna change overnight. We wouldn't have training camps. We wouldn't have pre camps. We wouldn't have off season workouts if we could flip a switch after one game. It yeah. doesn't work like that, boys and girls. Sorry, it's a process. And sometimes you just have to say trust the process. If the process doesn't work, then you get it. You get you know you get a new process server. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and, and shout out Hooligan Nation in there. And I know he did a super chat, and I'm I'm sorry on these uh, on these shows here. We're still in the process of getting everything set up here, so I can't keep up as well. But Hooligan Nation, I dropped a twenty dollar. Uh, Yay! Whoops! Jeez, that was the wrong button there. Where, I got it. There we go. Hey. Got the $20 uh, uh, Super Chat there. We appreciate you. He says, just one, baby. Y'all, uh, sweet. And also, we had uh, Jay. Uh, Jay from Silver and Black. Uh, oh. Salt City Silver and Black. I love it. Uh, dropped, Come on, Jay. Got 10 bucks in there. We appreciate you, Jay, uh, very, very much. 
And uh, so appreciate everybody's in the chat room. Let me shout out a few of you. We got uh, Loyal to the Soil is in there. Boogie is in there. Johnny uh, Tildwood is in there. Stacy Ruff is in there. He says, I missed the bar already. Oh, we don't. <laughs> we don't miss the damn bar. Uh, uh, Jay is in there, as I mentioned. James Furpo, Cool Kev. Uh, Nick 209 is in there. Ariel Zuniga is in there. He says, Mosh is on planet Uranus. <laughs> uh, Michelle is in there. Uh, Foxy Scorpio is in there. Boogie is in there. Hey, Michelle, glad to know that my uncle loves you more than he loves me. Uh, Salvo Zen is in there. Uh, we appreciate you very much. We're on the Materator holding it down. Uh, so many of our good friends. And here's the thing. Like, listen, I don't want to... Uh, Vibrator is in there. She says, who ate all the cookies? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. Uh, so somebody got into the stash while she was gone. Now she's back. Um... Uh, Johnny uh, uh, Tildewood says, uh, Uncle Mosh is fire. Absolutely, he is. That's uh, we, we love our Uncle Mosh. Yoshi is in there. We appreciate you very much. Yoshi is a member. We appreciate uh, all the members of Raiders Fan Radio that are in there with the green. <laughs> Ty Davis is in there. He said he, he just pulled up. Um, here, so here's here's what I'll say. Let's 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 go to positives because yeah, I I you know we're as I said, radio isn't always isn't great when everybody sits around and agrees with each other. So I'm gonna I'm gonna still hold to my opinions about McDaniel's. I I think that the questions are still prevalent enough, and until there's a signature win, I'll, you know I know you don't like to talk about the ex girlfriend, but when we talk about Derek Carr and we look at his career with the Raiders, one of the things I used to throw out all the time to to those you know and listen I was a Derek Carr supporter until the day he put on gold most and black. of the time for the most most of the time always defended Derek uh, defended Derek. So when I was at, at times willingness to, to look and be critical of him, I would, I would look at it objectively and say, okay, well, what are his signature plays? What are the signature moments that defined him? When you look at, like, the greatest Raiders quarterbacks, when you look at Kenny Stabler's the, the most glaring example, and you have, you know, the Holy Roller and the Sea of Hands and, you know, his run into the end zone on bad knees and the Immaculate Deception to even make that thing a game to begin with. Like, there's this numerous moments in Stabler's career that were signature. When you look at Jim Plunkett in the Super Bowl against the Eagles, the pass to Kenny King on the sideline, for him to take it into the end zone, the pass to Cliff Branch, there's so many signature moments to, to those men's career. What was the signature moment for Derek, right? And I look at that, and I'm like, and, and, and I think that it's challenging to come up with a lot of those. There are a few, a couple to Crabtree, one against the Chiefs, the one against the Ravens. Those throw to T. Y. Hilton. There was the, a, there the was a testament to the man's toughness, though, too, Josh. There was when 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 okay. when the guys when the guy's finger was turned in uh, in the opposite direction, you know, and and he go and he fix it, clink, you know, put a okay. throw Fair throw enough. a hook Fair. of tape on sure. it when he dove into the end zone, you know, uh, the, coming back from from insurmountable crappy front lines that just that just got his butt beat to crap. There was a lot of it. Okay, but the, hold on. But I want to make it about but, Derek. But it is a, it is about Derek, and and what I'm saying is that it, he went out bad. He didn't go out good. He went out bad. Fair. And, okay. And you know this was no Sandy Colfax. This was not a guy that went out at the top of at the top of the game. Sure. Peyton Manning so, or whatever. Peyton Manning. So he so he 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 went out bad. So there's obviously not going to be right now because it's still a fresh wound, and it is a fresh wound. Those of us that 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 were 100 percent Derek bootlickers for nine years. We felt a little slighted, you know. How many times can we defend his record? How many times can we defend? And you and I and Jeff and, and everybody else that's ever been behind any of these mics in this camp fan cave have done that and have said, you know, as long as he's wearing silver and black, he's our man. He's our man. He's our man. He's our man. And now he's not. 
Yeah. And, okay. And so he, but that's yeah. I, I see what you're saying. He went out bad. He if, went out bad. But hold, but hold on. So what I'm, what I'm where I'm going with this though is that th- there was a challenge for signature wins. Okay. When you look at coaching, when you look at Madden, when you look at Flores, Black Sunday, Madden on Super Bowl Sunday. You know, Madden. There's so many amazing moments in the playoffs, beating the Steelers in '75 or '76. There were definitive moments. What are the definitive moments that, again, that would inform you? And I want to keep it. I want to keep it positive. So sure, I don't want sure, to just beat up. Sure. This is not me looking for a reason to beat up on McDaniel's. But I'm saying that, like, so we've, you've got to win against a Patriots team that's down bad. And I don't even want to live in the past because people are here to hear us talk about the the current state of the Raiders. And so I'm, I'm not trying to live in the past, but I'm trying to look for something to be positive. Ask your about. question because I got an answer. I All know right. exactly where you're going. All right. What are the indicators that he has given you as a coach, aside from beating very beatable football teams, okay, that he is has the ability to take this team to a next level? Because remember our 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 position of context, our position of uh, what our reference point is is John Madden, a guy that would fight and die for his players, a guy that was on the front line in the officials with the front office, everything else. Tom Flores, not as fiery of a leader, but still equally as great of a leader of men. Okay. And listen, and I know those were many, many years ago, but those are in your wheelhouse. Those were the years that So are you asking the, that as the question? Well, hold on, I'm getting to it. But those are the I know it'll take a minute. You've been on the you're show. Already, You've been on the show before. You, you know are, how I roll. You already had nine question marks. I know, there. and I'm going to keep going. So, but those are the things that formed your fandom. Those coaches are literally in your wheelhouse when you came up as a Raider fan. Hundred percent. Okay. So, what is it about Josh McDaniels that would make you that ride or die here this early on? Based on that's the standard is up here. And so I, that's the part that I don't understand. Okay, then listen, and I'll explain it. Okay, Th- please. That is a non-sequitur question. All it right. does not flow. All right. Because you're asking, me to make, uh, you're asking me to make a comparison over somebody that had, just for, for lack of numbers, 16 seasons versus six games. You can't do it. But it's you, not six games. It's a year and a half now. I, I'm talking about this year. You said okay. we're not going back. Okay, okay. Back, okay. Fair enough. All right. All so right. we're we're saying that these guys built a dynasty. They built a legacy. Okay. Madden didn't just come in in uh, uh, one season and six games and everybody went, oh, John Madden, he's gonna make he's gonna make video games. He's gonna go in the Fall Hall of Fame. He's the greatest thing ever. Let's give the guy a shot. Let's give him a chance. First of all, he didn't come in under great circumstances. No, you know, the worst, he, arguably. The, the, arguably the worst. So let the guy have a chance to run his game. Let him have a chance to run his game. Let him have a chance. We've got, we, okay, so you and I sat there and looked at the schedule this year. We said, okay, we can beat this team. We're going to lose to this team. We can beat this team. We're going to lose to this team. He wins one of those games. He beats the Chiefs. There you, there you go. That's what I'm talking beats, about. But I'm, and what I'm saying to you is, let's finish out the season. Okay. You're wanting to make this. You're wanting me to make this definitive statement about why. I want you to hate him like I do. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you know what? Though, but see, and that's where I was going with the whole. And and wow, it was a little bit leading. But you know me. And I you knew, know I knew exactly where you were going. going. That's the kind of shit that this Raider staff. And this team needs to do. You want to change the narrative. And we've talked. I don't even like that word anymore because we. I feel like we use it so much. But it's the damn truth, Raider Nation. If we really want to truly change the narrative, if the Raiders and Josh McDaniels want to change the narrative, 
as long as things aren't going well, every critic of this football team is right. You can coach, you can you can pick apart his game management. You can pick apart his play calling. You can pick apart their choice of personnel. You can pick apart everything. And as long as the Raiders have a shit winning record, you're all right. So it becomes incumbent upon Josh McDaniels and this coaching staff. You want to change the narrative? Beat the Chiefs and the Dolphins in back-to-back weeks. Well, sure. Then all of a sudden, we talk in a whole different language. Or beat one of them. Or beat one of them. And that's what I'm saying. Or is that beating, like, yeah. But, yeah. That, but until we have, the, like, beating a weak-ass Broncos team, beating a weak-ass Packers team, beating a weak-ass being Patriots Earth. team. Being Earth, we're going to beat a weak-ass uh, uh, Bears team. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to beat the damn Broncos mm-hmm. again. We're going to beat a weak-ass Giants team. We're going to beat all these weak-ass teams. You want to change it, Josh McDaniels and the Raiders? Do something definitive. And I wouldn't – I'll say this too, Mosh, and you know me. I My favorite head coach in the NFL is Josh McDaniels. He's my absolute favorite coach mm-hmm. because he's the Raiders coach. Yeah. I want him to be the best he possibly can be. I root for the Raiders that are, not the Raiders that aren't. My favorite quarterback today was Brian Hoyer. My favorite defensive end is Max Crosby. My favorite receivers are, you know what I mean? Like, we can go on down the line. My favorite players are the ones that are currently in silver and black. Correct. Coaches, owners, everybody that represents the silver and black. I want you to be successful, successful as you possibly can be. But even me, Mr. Optimistic and Captain Positive over here, I got a breaking point, man. And let's like, and let's do we start seeing results like eh, let's try something else. Let's I don't try know the what next more thing. results you want out of after you've won two in a row. Well, the, the, and okay, then there you go. <laughs> and there you go. Context. So speak on. So we've got the bears. Okay, so let me ask you this. So we so we got the Bears next week, right? Very winnable football game. An entirely winnable football game. A game they should win. You want to talk about changing the narrative? If we lose to the Bears, it's going to go the other direction. It's but, but, but then but then but we've got Should it go should it go after one game? Should shouldn't we shouldn't we look at the big picture? Should we keep should we Well, keep, if you look at big picture, it's oh even worse. We're going to we're going to we're going to be going we're going to be turning ourselves into a whole bunch of bipolar nuts. Worse than we already are, because you're saying that if we if we lose one, we're supposed to win, or if we win one, we're supposed to lose, and all of a sudden we're like, yeah, yeah, oh, well, yeah, but, but know, we got to play the one that we should win first. Absolutely, and 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 I'm saying this: if we go into if we go into the Chiefs and we go into the Dolphins and we give them a run for their money, and we and we we stay with them, and even if we get beat. Sorry, but you're going to tell me that all those years that the freaking Pittsburgh Steelers uh, beat us in the 70s well, when, Madden, Trump when Madden was our coach? All right. Not one person said get rid of Madden. Right. Not one person because we were in it. But those were AFC Championship games, though. Those were AFC Championship games. You got to give me that. <clears throat> Context. AFC Championship game. Trying to tell you, you All can't right. you can't go for the AFC right. championships when you're when you're you're not AFC championship material. And no, we're not and a, they're not there. And frightened right now we're not AFC championship, but we're building. Okay. All right. So let me ask you this. We got the Bears next. We know we, we can win very we, winnable we, game. Very winnable game. Lions. Lions is a toss up. Toss up? I, I, I'm saying it's a toss up. Because you know why? Because because I just don't trust the Lions. No more than the Lions fans trust the Lions. <laughs> well, but, but, but that Dan Campbell's a hell of a coach, He's man. He's a hell of a coach. Hell, hell of, of a coach. coach. Hell of a coach. Uh, Giants. That's at home in Allegiant Stadium. I think that's a win for the Raiders. Jets, as you mentioned, they pulled off a big one today. Golly. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, they're, they're a wild card. Then the Dolphins. The, uh, the Dolphins. Now, if now, 
gosh, can you okay. imagine if can you imagine if we hung with the Dolphins? If, well, see, here's the thing: if we go into Miami and beat Miami in Miami, like that's huge. Like that, that's that's that, the kind of that's stuff that, that game like, you're looking for. That's the that's that. That's, or, Let's or, go. Or, or, or if we have if if if, if, we, if we score in the red zone. <laughs> you know all right so miami then the chiefs uh at allegiance I, uh, for me it's respectability justin okay. now, I, know, right, I know you i know you can't i know oh, johnny tildwin says unk is my new favorite raider fan i, I like how he thinks <laughs> <laughs> well i i know you can't i know you can't uh you you, you can't pay for things with almost wins Hell you know no, you can't but but if but if you're in there and you're looking and you're going damn they just scored one more time than we did. You know, if, if, if it's a slugfest and we're back and forth and we're back and forth. If it's and well played. And we're in it and, and, the, and the lead changes and the lead changes or, or we're right on their ass the whole time and they, and they know we're coming and they know they've been in a dogfight. And by God, they knew they were in a dogfight today. You know, ask, ask any of those rookies that had to go against Max Crosby all damn day. Oh, my day. gosh. How would that false start? How oh. fun was that, man? When that false start happened, uh, I, I was when that, when that one happened late, I, I, I hollered. I'm like, oh, please tell me that was up against Max Crosby. That had to have been up against Max. And sure enough, they're like, false start, 68 or whatever oh, it was. Oh, that poor like, kid. Was, and he was uh, a rookie, too. Uh, what was his name? Uh not, was it 62 or 68? I don't remember. I don't was, remember. Was but Cox? Was, yeah, three-letter last name. But yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. That, that was poor good. rookie. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and so, all right, so then we got Vikings, uh, Chargers, Chiefs, Colts, Broncos again. So, I'm t- this is, and for those of you that didn't see me on the Silver and Black Today show, I'll just tell you this. I, I, the offseason, I said nine wins. Like, I feel like the narrative, again, there's that stupid word. I feel the narrative on this team is going to be they've gotten better. And so, therefore, there's going to be no changes made. That said, that was the same thing that established for John Gruden. And this team was seemingly on a roll in year three before all the craziness happened with John Gruden and his illicit emails. And then Henry Rugg's situation and all that stuff happens. And the team was still able to squeak out 10 wins and make it to the, uh, make it to the playoffs. If we were following that same trajectory, and history doesn't always inform your present, but I think there is a rhythm to things. If the Raiders win six games in Josh McDaniels' first year, we go nine and eight this year. And I want to get away with this and get some more specifics too, but like, because we're talking big picture stuff. But I really do think that this is like a very likely scenario that we're going to hit on nine wins this year. Everyone's going to get retained because if the Raiders won three games this year or two games this year, Josh McDaniels is probably gone. And so is probably Dave Ziegler. But by winning nine games, a three game improvement over a prior year, narrowly missing a wild card say mark davis is going to retain everybody and they're going to come back for year three well that's got one last point to that and the last thing too raider nation for everybody that's calling to fire mcdaniels i don't subscribe to the idea that the raiders are broke i think that's a again a lazy ass take mm -mm. it's they're one of the most highly valued sports franchises uh especially in the nfl and so the idea that they're broke is silly that said John Gruden had a guaranteed contract. And the way that I understand it, no one's ever been able to point it to me in black and white. But in terms of the overall response that I've gotten from folks is that coaches' contracts are guaranteed. So even if, you know, we're like a player's contract is not. You players get a certain amount of guaranteed money. But in terms of coaches, if you get a four-year deal for $10 million, you're going to get $40 million. It's just a done deal. So that said, if we've got Gruden rolling with a, 10-year, $10 million contract. 
McDaniels has a four-year, okay? You're not going to fire McDaniels and hire a third coach, even though the Raiders on paper could probably afford it. It's really sloppy finances there. If you're talking about paying three guys $10 million to be your head coach for a particular year. You know what I'm saying? So I think the likelihood of that, it, it becomes reduced when you start to account that. So that said, if he would have only won a game or two and lost the locker room, he probably would have got fired. But this guy is most likely going to win seven to 10 games. The Raiders are going to make the playoffs narrowly or miss them. And he's going to be our coach. So I would say this, and let's so make it positive. And I want to get off the coach, get more on the team too. It's I'm going to root for him. I'm I, listen. I, I'll be critical of him about some of the, the the body language and the and the orator.ship Is that a word? I don't think so. Okay, his ability to be an orator. That works. Yeah, <laughs> he talked good. He talked good. I'll, <laughs> but I'll be critical of some of those things and some of the some of the you know his lack of inspiration and his. Wanting to be Belichick before he's got the the you know the bona fides to be Belichick, but all that said, I'm gonna root for the guy, man, because he's he's the guy that's running the Raiders right now on the field, and and so I want him to be the best. All right, so let's unless you got any more final thoughts, I got one final thought on please that. Please do, and then let's talk about and, the players. And, and I don't want to I don't want to belabor the fact that I think you're all washed up and you're and you're completely wrong on all of your assessments of him. I will say this <laughs> that that and it, and it used to be like this. I don't know if it still is. But in the coaching world, you're never expected to make a turnaround, uh, a 150% turnaround completely, um, 100%, excuse me, turnaround your first year. You're given three years. You're given your first year to to start rebuilding your team, start re refocusing what you want to do into your game plan. Your second year is adding to that, and your third year is when you make your move. And I think that that's what, I, I think it's because it's been such a struggle for us for so many years that we we want that pill. We want that we want that that instant right now. Put it right here under my tongue, let it dissolve, and I want to go to the playoffs. And it's not gonna happen, Raider Nation. You to to get something to last, to get something to to build on, you have to you have to come in with the foundation. And every coach that's worth his weight that comes into a new program has to tear down the old and start with his own foundation. And sometimes that rubs a lot of feathers the wrong way. And I think that's part of the reason that I like um, to stick by the coach at least for that three years. It may be a struggle. That last year was a struggle. This year started off as a struggle, and it's getting better. We're back to 500 ball, okay? And, and next year, when... If, in, if we don't make the playoffs this year, I had us at 10 and 7. I'll say it again. I had us at 10 and 7. Do I still stick by that? Absolutely. Okay? We can do it. And then, and then the following year, if we make the playoffs at 10 and 7, that's great. The following year, we get through a first round or a second round game in the playoffs, even if it's wild card or whatever it may be. But you have to give a coach three years. It's ridiculous to think they can do it in less. I'm sorry. It's just that's just the way. That's the way of the world. It, you have to give them time. It, there is no magic pill. Just like I said, there's no switch that you can flip. Oh well, you know. I said let's see. Two, two weeks ago when I was on here, I said let's see how the team responds. And and there's no there's no switch switch to be flipped. But the team has started to show. Man, you talked about it on the the, the last show when Crosby hit that quarterback. First of all, I think it was a ticky tack 
call. He barely knocked him down. And let's do that. Let's get to the players. Okay. He barely knocked the guy down, okay? <laughs> we were there on the they're on the four and a half yard line. All right. He knocks him down. They know they're gonna try to run the ball in, okay? He knocks the guy down. Oh, late hit, late hit, halfway, half the distance to the goal, half the distance to the goal. Let me tell you how important this is. He puts him on his ass, half the distance to the goal. Okay, so they move it up to the one and a half or one and three-fourths or whatever it is, all right? No big deal. Everybody's going, oh, that was costly, that was costly. No, it wasn't, because you know why? Because when right before Crosby got his safety, here he comes, unabated. Nobody's touching him. Oh, He's yeah, on his yeah, way yeah, in, yeah, yeah. and the guy looks at Crosby and throws the ball at Crosby's feet, scared to death. Why? <coughs> Because Crosby was going to lay hands on him again. And he didn't, but he was going to. And then when he did, when he swam through there untouched and scored safety. Beat Man. two guys. Beat two guys. Two guys. They didn't even that was, touch him. That was That's baller. highlight reel. That's, that's, that's MVP reel hell right there. Yes, that defensive, and that's, uh, and that's defensive what I'm player saying. of the year. You don't think that stuff, you don't think that stuff is gonna is gonna transcend. You don't think Crosby was walking up and down the line, people were high-fiving him, smacking him on his ass, telling him what a great job that was. Yeah. Yeah. That was bad. You don't think the offensive guys that he goes against every single day in practice and the and the and the and the practice squad and everybody else that he's smashing heads with that he's that he's practicing these techniques with are also getting some of that some of that stuff going man man that's awesome that's awesome they're all part of that they're all part of that that's why this is a freaking team sport and we can't lose sight of that and that may not come from that may not come from coach Coach may not be out there, you know? Uh, yeah. He may not be the guy. He, that's just not his makeup. You know, maybe he's more cerebral. Maybe they recognize that. Maybe he's got his assistants over there as the ones that are rooting and hooting. And you mean the guy eat, that looks like you? The guy that looks like me that's over there eating bugs and breaking broomsticks on his head. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, that's what I'm saying. I, I, oh I, I think good, the, Mosh. I just, I just think it. the players are going to respond. I said it three weeks ago. I said I'm going to keep keep going. As, even when we win these ticky-tack games, we get a few we get a few cheap shot calls. It's okay. It's, it's okay. all right. It's It'll good. be all right. It's good. It's old It'll school. be all right. It helps with the culture. That's uh, that's a great call out. You know, and I love that that him beating. I wouldn't even call it a double team. It reminded me of they barely touched him. Well, it was flag football. Remember the uh, for those of you that are old enough that have had uh, the calendar turned a few times. You remember the the the, the Bugs Bunny baseball cartoon where the pitcher th throws the ball. And there's like he gets like a bunch of swings oh, at yeah, it, yeah, and, yeah, and the yeah. ball just keeps. And so Max Crosby like running through two offensive linemen, <laughs> like they could, like there was literally like it, again it wasn't a double team, but it was like they set up a gauntlet for him to run through, and he freaking bowls through. He gets hit harder than that by the by the by the the, the guy making fourteen dollars an hour holding that <laughs> holding that that plastic dummy going like that. Put put more on Max. Seriously. Oh my gosh! Could Carmen Brasillo making fourteen bucks an hour with his pad? <laughs> that guy oh hits Max gosh. harder than those two idiots do. Oh my gosh, that's too funny, man. But yeah, Max was was on fire tonight. Uh, Love to see Trey Tucker have a couple of uh, good catches in there. Michael Mayer 
uh, second round draft pick out of Notre Dame, the guy that we were calling Baby Dave, yep, Baby Dave yep, Casper, yep. Uh, had a game tonight. Oh, my guy missing the interception. Oh, uh, my gosh. Right into his, uh, Marcus Peters. Marcus, right, 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 almost like right through. I mean, it was basically It wasn't Peters. Hands. It was, uh, um, uh, wasn't it? Oh, no, it was Bob Splane. Splane. Yeah, Mickey Splane. Yeah, yeah. He was because Mickey and, and, Mickey, I, Mickey and I called playing. it too. He was he was he was seeing there was nothing there was nothing between him and the end zone. It was a pick six. Oh, we're talking about two different plays. I'm talking about when Spillane missed the pick Splane, six. He almost jumped that route. Yes, yes, yes. and there was nothing between nothing him and between the end zone. Him. And he and you could just see in his as, as he moved his body towards the end zone when he was going for the. He wishes he had that back, but you know what? Yes, then they does. took they he took his helmet off, and he's just got, he's got the sweat and the blood and the, and the black stuff running down his. Love that guy. That dude's a raider, man. Oh, man, he's a raider. He's a raider, and he's in Filipino's number. Ah, yeah. You know, you know go. he'll mix it up. Oh hell I yeah! I love that guy. Absolutely. Love that yeah, guy. Absolutely. I was so. And speaking of dudes that are raiders, like like and I when I like everybody's a raider by title, right? Because they play for the team. But I'm talking about like a raider like in here, mm-hmm. Marcus Peters, man, like that one. So that the, the yep, pass went yep, out, and yep. it was like the guy fumbled it out, or it was Ramondre Stevenson, uh, Las Vegas native, and uh, so he starts to fumble the ball because he turned, which is what got Spillane. He turned his eyes up, yep, before he freaking before he, before he had secured the ball, the ball. It, yep, and so Stevenson fumbles the ball up, and it like. Like I don't know how Marcus Peters didn't come out with that. He was like right there. He's like, ah! like oh my gosh, that, but that was great. But like the, you know what? This, I'll, I'll say this. Like even though this was a bad, it's a bad football team. And it, listen, I don't want to belabor that point because I think we all get it. We all get and understand the context. That said, like Masha's point earlier, what do you want them to do against a bad football team? Yes, I know twenty one should not be your season high total, but the Raiders scored a season high total tonight of points and beat pretty handily. I mean, there, there was never, I don't, I don't want to say never, but there were very few points of this football game where it felt like we didn't have a chance to win this. The Raiders felt like we were in control for the entirety of the game. Well, what else do you want against a weaker opponent? Like that's what, that's it. Like you want to see your players outplay theirs. And granted, I understand Matthew Judon is hurt and they've got, they've got, you know, they've got a lot of injuries and they've got a lot of things going on with that team. But you can only play who's in front of you, and the Raiders got the W, and the ultimate, you know, the NFL's a meritocracy, and the ultimate, you know, criteria to be judged on success is one is numbers in one column versus numbers in the Mm -hmm. other. And tonight, we put one number in the left column and a zero in the right column, and that's all that counts, man. So we're going to ride that thing. We're going to be positive and thankful for that. I'm thankful for the freaking dogs on defense that got it done. And this defense is creeping up the list. We always said, man, if the Raiders only had like a middle defense, mm-hmm. if we only gave Derek or whoever, if we only gave him like a, a 15th <sighs> overall ranked defense, well, guess what? We're creeping up to that now. The Raiders are going to be about middle of the pack probably after this game in terms of the defensive rankings. And that look, at, I mean that's pro- that's progress, right? So that's something to lean into. How many how many coaches and how many how much coach speak and how many uh, pundits and and writers and newscasters and everybody else talk about the tale of the two halves when they talk about the season? We did it. We did it on this show for six, eight, ten years, however long we've done it. Oh, we were great up until the bye. We were great. How many times have I heard your young ass say that? We were great up until the bye. I question your fandom a little bit about that, Murph. (laughs) We. (laughs) Damn it. 
Hell, why am I in trouble? <laughs> why am I in grounded? Am I going yeah. to timeout? No, seriously though, we talk about that. We, you know, we we can't we can't bail after six games. We haven't even made it to halfway yet. Yeah, no, you know right. the yeah. the tail of the tail of the tape is going to tell. Let's 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 let it play out. That's okay. why we play the game. That's why we play. The game. All right. So all right. So let's 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 say one more point here before we get out of here. So. Okay, we're going up against a really bad Chicago team. We all, I think, can agree that the Raiders are good enough to beat this team. Besides Max Crosby, right? Okay. Besides even Devontae Adams. Okay. Like, like the, the, the guys that we know are the elite of the elite, the, literally the best in the NFL at what they do. Uh, give me something else that you're looking for on field. Either, even I'm looking by player position. Like, what, what do you want to see the Raiders continue to improve on in order to lead to a successful potentially nine or ten win season? Okay, so I don't, I don't think when you take a quarterback to the hospital, and again, thoughts and prayers 100% with Jimmy G. But when you take a player to the hospital, uh, you have to start. You have to start planning and processing and making arrangements for the next game. I'm not going to expect miracles. I'm not going to expect a blowout when we go into Chicago. But we got a quarterback who's got 15 years' experience. Yes, granted, it's he wasn't a starter, but we wouldn't have had him. Okay, this is not a Marcus Mariota here. Well, well, you know? well I'm going to throw a little caveat. I'm not interrupting. Okay, I'm just asking ahead. a question. With now a full week to prepare, knowing that, I mean, obviously, if the guy's going to the hospital – it's that's, likely he's out this it's week. It's likely he's out this week. So and that's what I'm saying. Instead of a 15-year guy, do you put in Aiden O'Connell? No, I don't. I don't, and I'll, oh. tell, you, and I'll tell you why. Please do. Because, because without having game experience this year, he, the way he came in and he took control and he didn't go to Devontae Adams... He went to Trey Tucker. He went to Trey Tucker. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe number 13 might catch a ball. Oh Maybe. my gosh, the Hoyer to Renfro connection. That's what I'm screaming. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Maybe, maybe we maybe we still keep in mind that the, you know the run sets up the pass, but it doesn't always have to go to Devontae. You know, maybe, maybe it can go back to Renfro. Gosh, I mean, Ren- Hunter Renfro, man. He caught he they called his name once today when he when he recovered the short the, frick, uh, the, yeah. the kick after the, the safety. Unbelievable. I, just, I still you don't know, get that. It, yeah. Well, that's a whole nother we, story. We don't know. We don't know what's going on there. We don't know if the, what the game plan is. We don't know if, if he's content with with being the second half of the season main target. We don't know. How funny would that be if this is all one big setup? If if like the if like you know what I mean? Like that would be really funny if like the if the if the freaking Raiders have kept Hunter Renfro on ice just to unleash him in the just second. to unleash him in the second just to unleash him against <laughs> Miami. You know what? Or, or, this, or send Devon. It would be stuff. such a Raider thing to do. Oh, this is the kind of shit that I root for. Like, and this is where, like, uh, you know, if the, if I hope they're that clever. We watch I, too much WWE. <laughs> 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 because the next thing you know, you're gonna get like, like AB's like, gonna come out of the stands and hit somebody with a tray. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be so funny? I'm that, telling like, you. Here we are, like wondering where freaking Hunter Renfro is, and that he comes out and has. Eight catches for 159 and yards threw, and, and three threw it touchdowns to yeah. by Brian Hoyer. <laughs> I love it. But but why not? If you're if you're right, gonna man. go to the Renfro connection, why not do it against Chicago? 
Well, if you're going to start to develop it, this would be the time that's, to do that's it. That's the that's time the team to, do to do it, it against. You, you look at you. Yeah. You got to look at. Oh if God. I'm coaching this, and I'm and I'm not a head coach, I would I would never even claim to to know what they know. But I would look at Chicago like a preseason game, because you're coming in with a with you're coming oh, talk, in with talk that smack, Mosh. I love it. Do what? Well, they, I didn't want to steal their line, but Graf Raider always says, "Talk that shit." <laughs> that's what I do. Treat but Chicago like it's a preseason treat, treat game. Treat Chicago that's like it's a preseason right game, right there. Right there. <laughs> you know. Sorry. You know, I, I might, it. I might not even, I might even sit my first string. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of control. Uh, is it time oh to go home? Gosh, yeah, let's get the heck out oh of here. Oh my gosh, uh, this is so much fun. Oh, uh, it's so much fun. We appreciate you, Raider Nation. Uh, can you see the chat room, Mosh? I, I, let me, hang on, I got to put my glasses see on. See if you can get, get your chat room up there and shout oh out the gosh. chat room because they've been awesome and we've had... Uh, we've had some other super chats in there. I don't, if, if we can't find your super chat, I'm so sorry. Just know that we appreciate you and we love you and we appreciate that support. And 100 percent of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation that gives All right. strictly to Raiders, Raiders related charities. Lentro, Tony Shefford, uh, Bernardo Ball Bomber, J Ray, Foxy Scorpio, Vibrator, Hi, baby, uh, Johnny Tildwins, Boogie. The Gruppy Raider fan. That's your buddy, Kill Jadis. Kill Jadis. Speaking uh, of wrestling. Johnny <laughs> Johnny Tildwins. Uh, Maddox is in there. Let's see. Who else is in there? Man, uh, <coughs> pardon me. <laughs> Excuse me. Great microphone. Don't die. <laughs> Tony Shefford is in there. Freddie Chavez is in there. Uh, Rocco, hey Sam, a thank you for the super chat. We appreciate oh, you, you right Sam. there. Yes, what's he say? Uh, he says start uh, start Favre to know if we need to draft a quarterback next year. Yeah, well, you know what? That's what I'm saying. Like so, they call so Farva, so Sergeant Farva and Super Troopers looks just like Aiden O'Connell. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, that's nice. what they say. He may look like Farva, but he plays like Favre. I gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hooligan Nation. Who's that? Vic Sacramento, J Ray, Dominique Five. Uh, uh, Y'all are the best. Thank you. Anyway, it goes on and on and on, and I can barely see this because I don't have anything on the wall behind I me. Know, I need a pencil back there. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you all very, very much uh, for supporting Raiders Fan Radio in the way that you do. Uh, Uncle Mosh, this is fun. Hey, listen, you know, there's a lot to debate around this Raiders team, but the bottom line is this. This week, we're 1-0, you know? So we're going we're gonna to freaking run with that. We're going to be excited about that. Uh, you know, I, and I understand expectations, and, and I understand context, but the Raiders are 1-0. Like, as long as the Raiders are going to win, this is back-to-back back, back back wins. First time this season. Back-to-back back wins. We've had back-to-back, back, and we got a chance to run three in a row here. Yeah. So, yeah. we're going to lock into that. I don't care if they're chumps or not. I'm going to lock into that. I'm going to root for the Raiders that are, not the Raiders that aren't. Oklahoma, right now, our Raiders are... 500, man. We're three. 500. And three. We're right in the damn mix for the wild cards, and even lightly into the division. And God forbid we beat the damn Chiefs, we can make a season out of this. Oh so my gosh! It's, give you us know, some final thoughts as we get on out of here. We have to. Uh, we have to play the game. We have to play the game. We got to go out there. We got to support the team. But if we don't, you know, if, if we if we if we don't win, we get out there and we crap the bed. We'll be here next year. Uh, oh, we ain't, you know, we ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We, we ain't trading our shirts in. And yes, I will be wearing my lucky outfit <laughs> with my shitty lawn. And your socks. And my rolled down socks. You know what? I like my socks. My socks are older than that punk that tweeted that on Twitch. <laughs> Leave Mosh's socks alone. <laughs> hey, Raider Nation, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to catch these guys on Wednesday. They'll be here. Um, Michelle will be over there. Swaggy J will be here in my chair. 
And uh, <laughs> I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back. When am next I back? Week. Next, next, probably next Sunday. Yeah, next Sunday and after the Chicago game. Yeah, Look forward to the here. Chicago game after that after that preseason game, and uh, we'll find out what happens. But uh, remember, go. it's Raider Nation where we not Raider Nation. We are Raider Fan Radio where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. What happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Good night, everybody. God bless. Adios, malingerer. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.